G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Today we're talking about church online and we've got a Facebook poll. We'd love for you to make a vote. Let us know. Do you think when churches can meet face-to-face, they should still be streaming online? Should we offer both end, not either or, in our churches? We'd love to get your feedback. You can make a vote at facebook.com forward slash vision radio. And on the line today, we've got a couple of famous church legends that you may have never heard of yet, but they're starting to go viral around the world, and they're going to go a lot more viral after this interview today. It's Simon and Annie Kent from the Warren Presbyterian Church. Now imagine this. You're on Facebook, and you see a church that has a piano being lowered in a cow paddock. It's hoisted by a set of forks on a tractor carefully aligned to a piano stool, just in time for the 84-year-old pianist to walk in and start thumping out a tune. What a dramatic way to start church in the paddock, not your average online church service. The amazing thing is that that Facebook post of the video went viral and has been viewed by people all over the world. It was shared by the BBC's Songs of Praise. It's been talked about on ABC Radio statewide. It's been in the local newspapers in uh, Warren in New South Wales. And we've got... Uh, two of the brains behind the outfit, Simon and Annie Kent. Welcome along, Simon. How are you, brother? Yeah, well, thank you. I, don't, I don't know about the brains, Matt, but I do like the intro. I think we are world famous in Warren. <laughs> and we've got Annie. How are you, Annie? Yeah, well, thanks. Good morning. <laughs> now, I should just explain. So, Annie, you're the daughter-in-law. Simon, you're the father-in-law. Did I get that right? I think, I think yeah, you've got that correct. one right, yes. Oh, yes. Good, good. All right, so Simon, tell us the story. How did this all come about, mate? Uh, well, look, as with many churches, well, all churches, I guess, we, we, we had the word that uh, things were uh, had, to, had to be ceased, as we knew it, the Sunday service part of church. And so um, we immediately, we didn't miss a beat. We just went on the very next Sunday with uh, church online, so it had very little preparation time. Um, John and I, probably our only overall plan was we didn't really want to replicate a church service. We knew that uh, a lot of churches from uh, other places could do things so much slicker than we could and much more um, with, a lot, with a lot more polish, and we weren't aiming to outdo them or even to meet their standard. It was simply simply we wanted to connect with our community and encourage people uh, because it's easy to sort of make a little bit lighter now, but but really, uh, there were were people who were uncertain and worried at that time, and I think that's probably we're seeing that with with uh, the flare up again, uh, and and we just wanted to, we, we felt we had a lot to offer as people of faith and of hope that we that we could um, we could uh, show a steadfast faith in a God who cares and loves us. Mm. And how did the idea of the piano and the cow paddock come about? 
Is that another one for me? Yeah, yeah, you can go silent, yeah. <laughs> well, look, 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 I think, uh, to, to be honest, we've got a friend who, who moved. Uh, they left a piano behind, so we said, look, do you mind if we use the piano for a few weeks? And that's turned into a period a little bit longer. Um, uh, and uh, we we decided, well, well, really, really, it was partly the logistics. We happened to have a tractor near town at the time, so it worked nicely that we were in good phone signal. Uh, that's always a bit of a requirement for us. We need to be in close range of the Warren phone tower so that we can, we've got full signal to transmit live. Um, and, uh, and, and so, yeah, so, so it was just a bit of fun to, to, to bring it in from, from the air. Uh, it probably wasn't even the plan for the tractor to show uh, show up just for it to descend from from on high, you know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <can> joke about. <laughs> I love it, and uh, uh, I, I'm just curious with, with a, a name like Warren. Um, is there lots of rabbits around? You're part of the New South Wales. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's it's uh, Warren. Warren actually is uh, a derivation of an Aboriginal word, I believe, which is more Warain, okay. which means strong. Right. Okay. There you go. Good. Good to know that. Yeah. Um, and uh, Annie, tell us a bit of your part in all this. What, what role have you played in the middle of all this? You know, going viral around the world. Yeah. So, um, well, I guess as Simon mentioned, uh, he and John uh, started it off uh, the first couple of weeks, and um, yeah, I guess. Well, I think the first service initially was for our church, just to get our church. Um, to uh, I guess stay connected during the COVID nineteen, and um, they realised uh, that you know after a, a share onto the Warren Community Facebook page that people from you know further afield were tuning in, and so it became a, a thing for the community um, sh- shortly after that. So I guess I can't remember exactly. Maybe it was three or four, five weeks down the track um, after Simon and John had been broadcasting. Um, they, uh, yeah, just approached me and said, well, would you be interested? Are you happy to come and help? Um, uh, and so, yeah, that's, I guess, how I got involved. It was uh, pretty informal and, um, yeah, I guess remains to that day. Um, so I'll jump on and, and uh, you know, give a prayer or um, help with the new segment or um, hold up bits of cardboard and things like that, various things that are involved both in on the screen and behind the scenes too. Now, Annie, you know, they say that uh, if a church wants to work out how to do social media, they've just got to find someone under the age of 30 to do it because they're the experts, you know. Have you been teaching these old blokes how to use social media, Annie? Because you're only 21, aren't you? Uh, Yeah, I'm 24. Um, I wouldn't say that it's me that's the technological brain behind it all. And what was it like when you found out that the BBC Songs of Praise had uh, you know found out about your church in the in the cow paddock? Uh, it was pretty crazy. Um, I guess John, um, the other the other member, he we have a, a group text um, that where we just discuss where we're going to meet the following week and who's doing what and that sort of thing. Um, and he took a screenshot because I think he noticed first that it had been shared by BBC Facebook page and sent it through. And uh, you know he did a bit of a double take, like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> um, anyway, it was they they shared it and um, uh, yeah, it um, just went from there. Wonderful. And now you guys have also been interviewed on ABC Radio, local and statewide. Um, Simon, tell us a bit about uh, have you been able to share your faith on uh, on ABC Radio now because they they need to hear the gospel on ABC, don't they, mate? Yeah. Look, look. 
Uh, Nick Healy is our Western Plains reporter and uh, or, or uh, announcer. He, he, I thought he was really good. He was very warm, very receptive, uh, uh, and I think grateful for people in the community that were doing good things. Uh, we're we're watching. I'm looking at that uh, just now while Annie was speaking. You know, even that very first, very humble um, and uh, time that we went on, which was back in. Uh, March, the 29th of March. I mean, that's had 1,400 views. We know that there's probably 300 people locally. We've got a town of... We like to round it up to about 2,000, but I don't think we're quite there. <laughs> it's probably more like 1,750. Uh, the drought took a fairly big hit on our our um, on our population. Mm. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we've, we've, we've got a local viewership of about 300 people who actively are looking... So as a percentage of our town, that's, a f- that's fairly significant. Um, I really love to... Um, I might be going off your question now, Matt. <laughs> I, 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 I love how it's, it's actually uh, really opened up the conversation around town. Yeah. So it's nothing to be at the fuel bowser or at the grocer's uh, counter and for somebody to lean across and say, I'm watching you online. You know, it's giving me something to think about or I'm watching online, I really enjoy it. Um, We've even I've even heard somebody the other day saying that their dad uh, watches. He complains about it, but he watches it weekly. <laughs> uh, he, he'll whinge, and he, but but at the end of it, he'll uh, quote back the Bible verse <laughs> and even give the reference. Wow! <laughs> but, but, and he can't wait till the next Sunday so he can whinge about it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. And uh, you even made it in the Camden Advertiser. The, is that the local <laughs> newspaper? Is it? Uh, look, that was another another Queenslander a journalist who wrote that. Yep. Uh, no, the, the Warren Weekly has been following us, but uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Ashley Warmsley, who's a journalist across a lot of uh, a network of newspapers, wrote an article, a really good article, um, and he's uh, uh, so and and submitted it. Somebody said that it's been to about thirty local papers. Yes. Through, through the network of newspapers, wow. which is ironic because that popular one that went to uh, the BBC, I started off by telling people to support uh, the Warren Weekly because it's still local, still independent. Yep, yep. <laughs> Wonderful. And uh, I think the other cool thing that you've been doing is you, you just get people from the church, you know, they might be in their home having a cuppa and they just read the Bible on your Facebook and people are loving it. Tell, tell us how that all came about. Uh, Annie, did you want to speak about Helen and Ruth particularly? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I guess there was an initiative um, from Helen and Ruth. They're two uh, lovely ladies in our church. Um, they, uh, from what I understand, had seen how uh, the, the videos were reaching people in the community, our online church videos, um, and thought they'd have a go themselves. Uh, and, yeah, it's uh, it's beautiful. They... Um, Often we'll do a bit of a cooking segment or something in the beginning, uh, to you know, in in one of their homes. Um, so it's a lovely, warm environment, and uh, yeah, they sit down and, and read the passage. Often it's the passage um, of the Bible that was shared uh, in the online church that previous week. Um, and yeah, they've had you know, it's it's been awesome. They uh, they're getting lots of views on their things too, and it's just a really um, encouraging and friendly and, and, and warm environment that they're, I uh, guess, sharing God's Word with um, yeah, people of the boring community too. Well, I'm just loving hearing how, you know, it's not just one person that's running your Facebook. There's a whole team behind, you know, you guys have got a real brains trust there, you know, all these different people raising up, you know, <laughs> using their gifts 
and uh, reaching the world now with your... Uh, so if people want to search it up, it's Warren Presbyterian Church on Facebook. I've been scrolling through your videos here. There's some good ones in there. I'm going to have to... Um, this is going to take my whole afternoon up looking at all these. Uh, <laughs> and uh, tell us... I mean, I, I know there's a lot of farmers that listen around Australia as well. Uh, Simon, how's, how's your farm going during COVID, mate? Uh, look, nice question. In fact, it was amazing that the whole COVID thing happened right at the start of sowing for us. Uh, we've had three very tough years, 17, 18, 19, were incredibly tough. Last year, we had four inches of rain, 102 millimetres for the year. Um, and this, we were in the pressure cooker this year. You know, uh, Will and Annie, uh, so my, our son Will and his wife Annie, who you're speaking to, uh, even went to Emerald in Queensland for a few months last year. Uh, made some beautiful friends there with Emer Emerald Prezi. Um, and they came home to support us because we've... I'm telling you, Matt, we you know, we, we, we were getting... We were just about busted, you know. Yeah. And uh, this would be... This was the make or break year. Um, and it's an amazing year. <laughs> we're, we're having the year that we really... Uh, we needed to recover. Um, uh so 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 how did we so 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 I think we start at the end of March so our sewing window starts at the start of April um so so here we are uh with this online success happening whilst uh in the pressure cooker of the 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 con the the, the sewing opportunity wouldn't let slip through our fingers yeah um but that's fine I mean, we 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 tend to shut down on a sunday uh as it is but it it sort of it means that the creative process, as one of my daughters likes to say, you know, diamonds are made under pressure. <laughs> you, uh, yeah. you, know, you, you know, our time time constraints were very limited. We didn't have a lot of time for waffle or anything else online. Uh, our, our our key message is to express express love, to 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 um, to also to display the power of the God's word, uh, and we do that in about in between ten and fifteen minutes. You know, we're we're not we're not trying to do anything fancy. Uh, as as I've said, I mean, uh, people can search uh, New Hope Brisbane and get some great <laughs> teaching uh, from your very your good self. You know, like uh, we 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 we're we're not uh, theologically trained. In fact, our church has been vacant. Um, we, we've been looking for a pastor for well, it's, sorry, I should say it's been vacant for five or six years. We've been looking actively for a pastor for the last year or so. Um, uh, Great news is we're being given the freedom to take someone from any denomination. Well, you know, a compatible denomination um, mm -hmm. uh, that, that would like to experience our our world. Mm -hmm. um, uh, sorry, I'm getting off track there. Again. No, that's horrible. It's, <laughs> you've got to give that a plug, mate. You know, if there's anyone listening around Australia that, that, that wants to minister at the Warren Presbyterian Church, there's a there's a, an opening there. Is it a full time position? Or? It's a full time position. We've yeah. we've got a very small P on our Presbyterian mm -hmm. uh, side of it. Um, we're, we're a very diverse group really yep. um uh i mean nothing look around the room and and we're singing a, an old hymn written in the 17th century or something and uh people have got some people have got their hands raised singing praise you know it's a genuine praise thing uh like uh because because in rural areas you know it's not like we can go and find the box we fit into always yeah uh we we find a box and and our particular box has made room for a lot of people and I think that's a wonderful thing that I really cherish our session like that's our governing body for providing a, a, an environment that welcomes people and and um, uh, walks with people through um, through their faith journey. Wonderful, mate. Now we're we're going to have to go to a break in a moment and. Uh, yeah. 
I think Annie's going to have to go, but I'm going to have to keep you on the line, Simon. Um, before Annie goes, you were just telling me off air before how amazing she is as a daughter-in-law. This is your chance to embarrass her at the moment. Just just talk her up for us, brother. <laughs> I've got two beautiful daughter-in-laws, and I love Annie. I love Emma. Uh, Annie, Annie, Annie comes across. Well, Annie, you will see, is very feminine, very um, gorgeous inside and out. And... Um, Sorry, but but you know she she drives a a thirty six meter rig that's one hundred and twenty foot wide. Uh, she's a she's a power woman. Don't worry about that. Uh, she's also done some um, uh, incredible stuff with youth ministry. She's very involved with Young Life uh, organisation in our town. Uh, she and and Will and John Ryan take uh, um, some kids out of town last just last Saturday. They had a very successful bonfire night. Um, uh, speaking of which, Young Life Warren is also advertising. There's a three-day position, three-day-a-week position available in Warren. Mm-hmm. There's, there's heaps of ministry opportunities in Warren, mm-hmm. um, and and openings for people who are interested in um, interested in ministry. Wonderful. Well, Annie, um, thanks uh, for joining us for the the first segment today. Uh, anything you want to say back to your father-in-law before we uh, we let you go? <laughs> oh. Thank you so much for having me, and uh, yeah, thanks, Simon. Um, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's fantastic to be part of the community here in Warren, and um, uh, I guess it's just a, a real uh, a privilege and an amazing blessing to see what God's doing with us through our ministry. Um, yeah, it's it's unreal, really. Good on you, Annie. And you said that at your church, you've actually got a sign for Vision Radio outside your church, but you've never actually listened to us before. <laughs> we do. We have the sign up there. So I'll have to tune in more regularly. Yeah, listen in now and we'll give you a shout-out. We'll, we'll play a song for you, hey? Thank you very much, Matt. All right, Annie, we'll let you go. Thanks so much for your call. Thank you. And, uh, Simon, if you want to stay on the line, uh, we're going to take some calls uh, from people around the nation right now. And sure. we're asking people to ring up and tell us how is their church being creative and innovative during COVID? And, you know, are they back meeting in the congregation or are they still online? And uh, maybe, Simon, you can give him some tips, mate. Is that all right? I don't know about tips. I'm waiting. I'm eager to hear what people are doing. I think it's wonderful. <laughs> okay. Wonderful. All right. Phone lines are open. Give us a call. Let us know what your church is doing now, uh, what creativity, what innovation is happening in your church. Give us a call. 1-800-316-316. And joining me on the line right now, we're chatting with Simon Kant from the Warren Presbyterian Church. You can call through on 1-800-316-316. We're asking the question today, how is your church being innovative and creative during COVID-19? And we've got a Facebook poll today, lots of responses coming in. Should churches always stream their services, even when we can meet face-to-face again? 86% say yes, 14% say no. And lots of uh, comments coming through there. We'd love to get your feedback at facebook.com forward slash vision radio. Well, give us a call now and join the conversation. Let us know what your church is doing. You can call through on 1-800-316-316. And we're taking calls today. We've got uh, John from Warren in New South Wales joining us as well. How are you, John? I'm very well. How are you guys this morning? Very good. Thanks, mate. Uh, Tell us, uh, what's your church doing right now? Uh, well, actually, um, very, very much the same as what Simon's doing. I'm a part of his church. Oh, there you go. Simon, it's your, it's your buddy John, John from Warren. <laughs> very good. I just, what you're just doing, wanted to John. call Simon to say, um, you're doing a wonderful job on the radio. I tuned in and heard you this morning. 
You're doing very well, mate. <laughs> I appreciate the support. Do you know that we've been called, uh, like Matt has introduced us as being world famous? <laughs> I think yeah, it's time for, time for a new T-shirt or something, you know. <laughs> Did you let them know that we're looking for a minister in Warren? I, I have mentioned that, and a young life oh, that's work, good. youth worker. Don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there are a lot of jobs and uh, houses available in Warren. It's a great town to live right on the Macquarie River, beautiful town. <laughs> so, John, tell us a bit about your involvement in the church, mate. Uh, well, to be honest, I've um, I'm actually just moved to Sydney and uh, been working from home. You know, got incidents. God's allowed me to come back to Warren for a little bit um, through the COVID stuff, uh, and so. When we first started, Simon, I think he was yeah really keen to get something started, and, and I was the only one who really had a camera in Facebook. So, <laughs> Simon, um, I heard someone mention earlier they called in and said that they're finding it hard not having the technology, but that's literally all we had was a phone, and um, we held it up and, and away we went. So, for for a church out there who's thinking they don't have the technology, I think you could definitely give something a crack if you've. Um, if you're feeling up to it. Um, but, but that's kind of my role has been I've grown up in the church from a very young age and uh, now um, I've been able to um, spend my time with with wonderful Christian family and who have encouraged me and now I get to follow on in faith and, and even this weekend I get to share with the congregation that's raised me about a passage from the Bible. So um, I guess that's that's my position, nothing nothing special or, or anything like that. I'm the fellow who holds the camera. <laughs> and Simon, um, is does John do a good job holding the camera, mate? Yeah, I, I think that he's being um, being very modest there. He's uh, he's the co-presenter of uh, Warren Church Online. I should mention. Uh, speaking of holding the camera, you know, our second episode. I must admit that you know we got this big a bit of a blast because we thought that we'd have seven views on the first week, and it went to like twelve hundred or something. The second week, we were very conscious of who might be watching. You know. And we did, did this uh, broadcast from out of the golf course, and John didn't realise that he had his camera locked on on the side. <laughs> so, so the whole episode is filmed on its side because we go live to air; we can't edit it. Yeah. And so, so you know those old Batman and Robin when they climb the wall, and you could kind of tell that they were standing the other way, but they look like they're on the. <laughs> and then, in, even to add to that, in the middle, we knocked the tripod over; the whole thing fell over. We had to sort of get that back up. <laughs> We still didn't know that it was on its side. So, um, yeah, we're holding the camera, yeah. For some reason, it's we just made me think it's... Service, we'd be running a circus service, I think. <laughs> For some reason, it's just making me think it's like a, a Vicar of Dibley uh, TV episode. <laughs> well, actually, it was John who said, when we were speaking to the ABC local radio, he, he made the line that uh, we're, if you can think of something between Billy Graham and Russell Coit, and we're somewhere in the middle. <laughs> I love it. Oh, good on you, John. So, John, I think you're the bloke with the beard on the on the Facebook page. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's so much nicer than saying the younger one. <laughs> mate, you're, you're you're a good looking rooster. Have you, have you thought about a career in TV? Maybe. No, I was thinking radio. <laughs> radio. You think you got a good face for radio? <laughs> oh, good on you, John. I better get back to work, but but good on you guys. Thanks very much. Thanks for calling in, John. Nice to hear your voice. <laughs> Thanks for your call, John. If you'd like to call through and have a chat with Simon, uh, we're chatting to Simon from the Warren Presbyterian Church about how churches are being creative and innovative. We'd love to hear what your church is doing. Call now, 1-800-316-316.
And you can also make a vote at our Facebook poll, facebook.com forward slash vision radio. Let us know, uh, do you think when churches can meet face-to-face, they should still be online as well? Um, should we have the both and, not either or? We'd love to get your feedback at Facebook or call through now. Let us know, has, is your church meeting face-to-face again? Is it online? Are you using Zoom? Are you using Facebook? What are you using? Give us a call, 1-800-316-316. So, Simon, I guess the, the next question for you guys, now that you've gone viral, now that you're worldwide megachurch <laughs> pastors, um, are you going to move across to Instagram? Is that the next thing for you? <laughs> Look, can I be honest with you? I don't even really know what Instagram is. <laughs> I didn't have a Facebook account before all this started. Like I, I had no idea. And and in fact, if someone tried to search me privately, my my even my surname is misspelt on my Facebook page because simply because I just didn't notice when I was registering, and I can't work out how to get back in there and change it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, like uh, technology and in my hands is a disaster, which is what. Partly where the cardboard signs, we, we hold up little scraps of cardboard yep. with, with Bible verses written on them or the, just simply the reference. Um, uh, uh, because, you know, I had this grand illusion when we first, probably by the second episode, I was starting to daydream about, oh, imagine we could have the scriptures scrolling across the screen. Wouldn't that look so cool and so yeah. slick? Like, you know, we'd be like KCM or something, you know, like just awesome. But <laughs> it's just it just doesn't work, and then to a point where we've we've resigned ourselves to, to that we are lo-fi, you know. Yeah, yeah. And and a friend very kindly cut out. She said, "I've got some cardboard, some scrap, some scrap cardboard. I'm throwing out," and she cut it up into these beautiful symmetrical pieces and things, and so much so that I've started to then tear the edges just to give them because <laughs> they look just a bit, just a bit too neat, you know. And you know what? You're you're a, a small church in a country town. You, you use what you can. And and yeah. I love it that you're out in cow paddocks, that you're at the golf course, you're down by the creek, you know, you're just so Aussie. I love it. Um, and and I'm guessing uh, Snapchat and TikTok are out of the out of the picture as well. That you haven't, oh. you haven't considered. No, okay. So actually, Simon, we do have another caller. If you'd like to call through one eight hundred three sixteen three sixteen, we've got Pastor Conrad from Marysville in Victoria. How are you, Pastor Conrad? <laughs> Good morning. Thank you, brother. Tell us what your church yes. is doing. Uh, church, my church is doing. We, we, we mainly, my wife and I, Ruth and I, we focus on home churches, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what we do. So, uh, and uh, we have ministry. Though sometimes it's restricted, we have ministry to the nursing home, uh, the local school here, and I also do radio broadcasting on UGFM one hundred six point nine radio, and uh, share the word and invite people. Uh, counseling and uh, speaking to people and praying with people, and then also we also have a uh, we, my wife and I, we have a home food bank, and we make uh, bags of groceries and uh, take it to people's homes and uh, share the love of Christ through that. And it's a blessing for us. Nice plug for that radio station there. So that's in Marysville, Victoria, hundred k's out of Melbourne. Yeah. Hey, Pastor Conrad, yeah. And no, well, from here yeah, out of Melbourne, hundred k's, and from here to uh, the studio we got. We've got four studios, but I studio I do from Studio One in Alexandra, which is half an hour from here. It's on 106.9, which streams uh, on the web, World Wide Web, and that's sort of marvelous. Uh, we do not know who's listening out there, but around the world. And what time is going out through? What time of the day is your radio uh, show on? Seven o'clock in the evening. It, and which day? Seven, like Wednesday, but I can other days also. I uh, 
with their opening, they do it. Uh, so 7 o'clock and, Wednesday uh, night, you're on the radio, preaching the gospel? Yeah. Good on you, mate. I, yeah, I started out in community radio in Coffs Harbour. I used to have a, a Christian community radio show on CHYFM in Coffs Harbour. Uh, it was called the wow. Jesus Rock Show. That's how I started out when I was 16 <laughs> years old. And um, wow, wow. I, I, I love wow. the fact that we get to do Christian shows on community radio. So that's in Marysville, Victoria, yeah. 106.9. That's awesome. And uh, uh, Pastor, Pastor Simon's with us here. Simon, isn't it great to yeah. hear uh, what uh, Conrad's doing in uh, Marysville, Victoria? Oh, look, uh, my heart really warmed, Conrad, when you were talk- speaking about um, about your food bank. I just just because because yeah. that's yeah, that yeah. personal contact that I that, that we we need to bridge between the technology and the screen and and actually reach out to people. Tell, can you tell tell us a bit more about that, Pastor? Well, we uh, I put I put up notices plus I announced I announced on my radio program. Uh, we have uh, we make bags of groceries, very healthy, good groceries uh, to people, and um, and we then we take and deliver to the, they can come and pick it up my home here in Falls Road, or we take it to them, and uh, you know with the love of Christ we. Yeah. Wow. And so, so, so people simply notify you via messenger or something. How do how do you yeah. contact yeah, those? They can people? give us a phone call. They got our phone number on the board, notice board all over, and we can phone us. Uh, we are aware of certain families. We've been informed are needy, and we uh, we go and we uh, leave the groceries. We don't want to, them to feel embarrassed or feel uh, you know. Mm. So we try and do it very discreetly, and you know, sort of. Um, and uh, just leave the bag of groceries at their home, their doorstep. And, um, you know, that's been a real a blessing for my wife, Ruth, and myself. Wonderful, Pastor Conrad. And tell us, are you on Facebook uh, with your church as well or YouTube? Do you stream your services? Yeah, Facebook, yes. Facebook. And are you reaching a lot of people? Yeah, yeah well, as I said before, we would not all the numbers out there. You know, mm-hmm. uh, because you're you're like like a faceless uh, people, but uh, they're there. The real people are there, yeah. and uh, they have a desperate need, and we share. Uh, you know how? Yeah, that's wonderful. People to, to talk to Jesus, you know, because He's listening. And give us and your uh, give us your your church name if people want to search it up on Facebook, uh, Pastor Conrad. It's called, it's called New Beginnings. New Beginnings in Marysville, Victoria. Yeah. Yes, right. Yes, All right. yes. People can can search it up, and maybe you can do a few videos that go viral, just like uh, uh, Simon in in Warren in in uh, New South Wales. Hey, Pastor Conrad, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, we love that. Like, yeah, yeah, that'll be beautiful. <laughs> Wonderful, mate. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much for your call. Thank you, brother. God bless. And if you'd like to call through, phone lines are open, 1-800-316-316. We'd love to hear, is your church meeting face-to-face? Are you on Facebook? Are you on YouTube, Snapchat, TikTok? Uh, you know, uh, Twitter, Instagram, what, what, is, what is your church doing? I notice a lot of the C3 churches are doing uh, Facebook, uh, sorry, are doing Instagram prayer meetings and they're inviting people on in their prayer meetings. We'd love to know how your church is being innovative and creative during this time. And uh, Simon, I, I heard an interview with uh, Phil Cook from Hollywood recently. He's a Christian film producer and uh, a wonderful uh, media uh, legend in the, in the US. And he said <coughs> that he believes... During COVID, more churches have been filming and, and creating and innovating than Hollywood has, and that, <laughs> and that we've got the biggest platform uh, through social media to reach the world right now. And, mm. and you're an example of it, Simon. Um, it's our opportunity to shine, isn't it, mate? 
It is, but you know, you know, behind all that, I I I feel that um, Pastor Conrad uh, was not uh, ringing to promote himself, or what he's doing, but just spoken to a hero of our faith. Yes, like somebody that's um, somebody that's out there on the street um, handing out food parcels, and I think I think that's where like the technology we can we can do all sorts of slick things on the screen, but when we make that contact, uh, how beautiful. How 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 powerful would that be if we could be the hands of Jesus and and uh, you see see what I'm saying that uh, and he his Pastor Conrad and and his wife Ruth who are quietly going about doing that yeah uh, all the way down in Victoria mm, beautiful um, but yeah you're, sorry back to your question <laughs> I think you, I think you were just just saying that um, more churches have been been on than 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 uh, on online or on the screen than uh, than than films. Etc. I think I think there is a, a an amazing opportunity because I think it's it's we we are in a new era and it has jolted the church out of out of our comfort zone. Yeah, we, we've certainly uh, had to suddenly wake up and realise. Well, hang on, this is how people are communicating. We've got a community Facebook page which has more hits on it than than people that would walk in and out of a church building, uh, but and yet they're willing to look, to watch something that that's on there. Um, they're open. I'm I'm always humbled by how uh, approachable people are, like down to earth people, uh, truck drivers while we've got an auger running, or um, well, even solicitors in town. If, if if someone's got a sick child or grandchild, and and just an everyday person like a farmer like Simon Kant can say can say, look, um, I, I believe in a God who heals. I believe in a God who's concerned about your child. Would you be comfortable if I prayed for you? I'm not asking. I'm not asking them to do anything weird or uncomfortable for them, but just simply getting their uh, their permission to do that. And in doing in, and in accepting that, they, they so often I get a, a grateful response. You know, like mm-hmm. so uh, uh, that, that evangelism and and reaching out isn't isn't something that we have to have studied full time for four years to. To do, mm, and yeah. and all respect for people who have that's that's wonderful. But most of us are just everyday people with dirt under our fingernails. Yeah. And when the minute we start to engage that, uh, I, I heard your sermon from back in May that you've recorded on your your you know your your home YouTube. Um, I'm not even sure whether that's it, but but you know uh, two Timothy two Timothy chapter three. And it, and it says that uh, having a form of godless, go- godliness but denying its power from such people turn away. Uh, if we got hold of that power, if we got hold of that power that, and, and, and pushed the religious out of our life and got hold of that power, suddenly we've got something that is relevant mm. again. You know, we're, we're, we're back in society and back firing on all, all cylinders, you know. Mm, absolutely. Well, the phone lines are open, 1-800-316-316, if you'd like to have a chat with Simon Kant from the Warren Presbyterian Church. Now, Simon, before we let you go, uh, we've got a few more minutes. Uh, earlier on, uh, off air, uh, I just uh, heard a little bit of your testimony. I thought it'd be great if you just shared with us for a couple of minutes a little bit about your salvation story. Tell us tell us uh, how you come to faith, mate. Yeah, look, look, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in the middle age group. Uh, you know, I'm, I've got a five at the start of my birth. Uh, if you know what I mean, I'm yeah. in my fifth decade. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> when 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 uh, I grew up in a Christian home, uh, and I I saw an incredible 
beauty and peace in people of faith, but I just couldn't get it myself. Uh, that didn't stop me from being involved with youth group and all sorts of stuff that I was not only attending but then also leading. Can you believe even started a youth group? Uh, but all with just a kind of like more a hope that maybe this stuff is real. Is that yeah? Does that sort of connect? Yeah, you, you get what I'm saying. I hear what you're saying. Uh, that, yeah. that, 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 that in fact, in fact, like I thought, man, the world could be different if people just under like people just accepted this, even if it was a bit. There was an element of the tooth fairy in it, you know. Um, it wasn't until I was 25 that I had some prayer ministry, and um, just very gently, people took a couple took me through um, through some stuff, and we just unravelled some stuff. And suddenly, it was it was uh, an amazing experience because because suddenly my eyes were open. And I did grasp all this stuff that, all this stuff that I knew, but it suddenly made sense. And suddenly Jesus was a real person right there beside me. You know, suddenly, uh, suddenly the world could be changed by this power because yeah. I realised it wasn't just a wishful thinking thing, but a, but in fact, a, an awesome power that that can change lives, can change communities, can change nations. You know? And and we see that we see that we've only got to look back in the Bible, you know, and I think that this period is, I mean, we're not through this whole COVID thing. We're going to have some ups and downs. I mean, I, I, I prayfully hope that, that, that we're on the way out, but there's every chance that we could have other waves of stuff happening. Uh, there's going to be a period while where people's ears are open, you know, people's hearts are open and suddenly the, the pride that they have in um, their own personal achievement and their the, the value of their house or whatever doesn't really count for much when you when you your elderly parents are at risk or your or your kids are on a respirator or whatever you know like suddenly all that stuff doesn't matter and we start to look for for the claw back to the to the faith that maybe we once knew or maybe somebody once told us about we need um, we, we do need foot soldiers we need people on the ground like it's nice to to to, to be going over and and um, doing these these fun things online, but we need we need connections. Just as um, just as I think it was Anne who rang in from Labrador at the start. Yeah, uh, she she spoke about you know the need. There's nothing beats face to face, and it's true. Like you know we we we, we don't expect uh, one one method of attack to do everything, and and you can't uh, now now I, I'm not holding the power of God to change people. Somebody might see uh, a roadside billboard and that might change their life. But chances are it might just open open up questions and open the conversation. Yeah. And then and then and then lead people to make contact. And that's where, for example, Helen and Ruth who are posting those lovely little kitchen <laughs> episodes, um, like the little just a few minutes of Helen by a stove with some cooking tips nearly, or yeah. you're just looking over her shoulder while she prepares something and puts it in the oven, like yep. the old Rayburn wood burner, um, <laughs> and, and then comes and reads the Bible. Uh, she was so excited that, that she could finally walk into the town that she'd been in most of her life, and people were coming up and just chatting, wanting to chat about what was happening online. Yeah. And so, 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 you know, the chat is also the vital part. You know, it's not just the presentation, the con- connection out the front. Yeah. 
Well, I've loved uh, connecting with you today, Simon, and loved looking through your Facebook page and seeing all these great videos of, uh, you know, ladies reading out the Bible and, uh, you know, a piano in the middle of a cow paddock. And, you know, you've been, uh, you've caught the attention of the BBC Song of Praise. You, you've caught the attention of the ABC Radio and, and many newspapers. And you've caught the attention of us here at Vision Radio. We love what you're doing. And uh, we pray that uh, the Lord continues to bless uh, your church. I hope that you find a good pastor. And I hope you find someone to work for Young Life in Warren in uh, New South Wales as well. I hope that uh, everyone listening right now bombards their Facebook page. Just search up Warren Presbyterian Church and uh, check out the videos and uh, help them go even more viral around the world. Uh, Simon, thanks for your time today, mate. God bless. Thank you, Matt. Thanks so much. And you're doing a great job. Thanks, Vision <laughs> FM. Good on you, mate. God bless. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.